am very thankful to you for it, uh, inviting me for a talk on this Indian tradition of mathematics. That is, uh, this is a very vast, big topic, but I take this as an introductory presentation of the topic. As we know, India, that is Bharat contribution in the world of knowledge covers all branches of knowledge. From the Vedic period onwards, all this knowledge system was developed. But during the Vedic period itself, the branches was divided into six Vedantas. In these six Vedantas, mathematics or the content of mathematics was named Jyotisha or Jyotishastra. Vedanta Jyotisha, we are famous with this word. And uh, the science of Jyotisha or Jyotishastra or mathematics, it is given high respect in 1200 BCE, that is before common Iran, Lakada compiled the book Vedanka Jyotisha. In his Vedanka Jyotisha, he says the importance of mathematics in these four lines. Yada Shikha Mayugana Naganam Manayo Tada Tad Vedanka Shastranam Ganidam Murdani Stiti. Like the Shika of Mayuga of Peacock, Crest of Peacock. It is like a Crest of Peacocks. And it is like the Manika, that means the pearl. Pearl at the head of a serpent. There is a belief that there is a very precious stone or uh, pearl on the uh, head of serpents, not snakes. And in that way, in all branches of knowledge, in all the Vedanka Shastranam, Ganidam, Murdhanisthiri, it is the highest in the all among all the branches of Vedic knowledge or science. Only in the 19th century, the importance of mathematics was realized in the West, I mean the Europe, and they told mathematics is the queen of all sciences. But years back, centuries back, millenniums back, India, our Hirshis, has recognized the importance of mathematics. And mathematics was not treated as a different subject. Now what happened to the study of mathematics? Mathematics is taken from all the real situations and we are teaching and we are learning mathematics as a separate water type something, the knowledge system. So the mathematics was with Yodhi Shastra, mathematics was with um, architecture, mathematics was with um, this um, 
in nowadays we can say pharmaceutical that is preparation of medicines preparation of paints preparation of many things so everywhere the content or the subject was mathematics and for mathematics there was another name for mathematics that was yukti bhasha the language of reasoning nowadays many people many mathematicians many educationists says if we put a question what is mathematics they will say it is a language language of reasoning but the same thing was told by our great persons years back so in this in this uh, one hour talk i am not taking the whole panorama of indian mathematics that we know but a small uh, geographical area that is kerala now we are calling kerala but it is a very small area even in kerala how the mathematics tradition was flourished what are their unique contribution into the world of mathematics and how it was a continuous nirantaryam there was no break at all break means in oh, very old history we can't identify all the people but in the last 3 4 centuries we can identify one by one lineage guru shishya parampara in this mathematical tradition in that way uh, kv sharma dr kv sharma who was a great um, um scientist in mathematics as well as a uh, veracious uh, not researcher but um, he was enquiring on palm leaves and metal leaves on indian manuscript he was basically the manuscript uh, department hod of madras university and he worked even in osiapur university in punjab with that positions he has wandered all over kerala south india especially tamil nadu kerala andhra and karnataka and he collected the palm leaves in which these uh, manuscripts were made and uh, in madras adayar university adayar center and um, kerala kochin tripunithura and uh, kerala university tiruvanandapuram there are huge collection of families manuscript which is un um explored so these are some of the lights that he uh, has given to us and uh, in today's in general uh, discussion those who are discussing on kerala school of mathematics they start from sangama grama madhava of 14th century but that we can say madhava school but kerala school starts years back the uh, if we scientifically go back we can trace this lineage from vararuji vararuji is famous in indian mythology and aidihyas um, he was considered as a pearl 
Naya Navaratnas among Navaratnas of Vikramaditya. And in Indian history, we can see so many Varadujis. Some Varadujis are grammarians, some are uh, medical practitioners, some, some, um, some other uh, uniqueness. But this Varaduji, which in even in Kerala, there is a traditional um, uh, mythology of Parai Petta Pandiru Gulam. That means a lady who is considered as an outcast lady had 12 sons. Sons, not sons, one, one is a daughter, uh, children, and his husband is a great scholar, Varaduji. Yes, great scholar, Varaduji, married a lower caste woman that she belongs to Paraya community, and they had 12 children, and the first one was a Brahmin Nambudari boy and he is considered as the father of Vedic tradition of Kerala. Their family tradition is still there and when he lighted the first uh, uh, Yaga Agni in the Agni in the Yaga it is mentioned and they are continuously that family is observing and maintaining that tradition with all reverence today also and that family is called Medhatur Aknihotri's family. That family is still at Palaka district of today, very near to uh, Palaka and uh, very near to Kunnankulam, which is very famous place in Trishur, entry of Trishur. And he is believed that he was a fourth century of AD, uh, common era, because this family are maintaining their records. When they conducted a Yagatni at different, different Yagas, the lineage they are, they are maintaining today. And with that uh, materials, we can assume that the timing of Varaduji, this Varaduji, a mathematician, and he was also a grammarian also, was 14th, uh, 4th century. The main important contribution of Varaduji is two things. One is a new system of numerical representation. In Vedic system or Indian system, we had two types of numerals. One is numerals by one, two, three with the different numerals we had. And the other one was words for Sankhyas. It is called Buddha Sankhya system. This, the word that may be representing a number. For example, we have Trimurti. So if we use Trimurti, it, it is three. And um, uh, like uh, Nayanam, I, it is two. Uh, Shiva, it is one. So, with uh, the word which uh, connect with some numbers, it is toll like. So, Nakshatra means 27. 
in in that way many type uh, this type of representation word representation instead of number they use the word it is called buddha sankhya and varadutti's contribution was instead of these words for numbers he introduced letters for numbers and this is called katabayadi that is ka to a 10 uh, digits then da ka da pa ya adi means like this and all uh, vowels have no number and uh, zeros in this way he introduced a new system of numbers this is called katabayadi system and it is a very creative presentation of mathematics with poems with uh, uh, different codings this is a type of coding and another thing is his chandravakyas chandravakyas was the basic concept of uh, finding out the position of all the planets so based on chandra's position that moon's position at a particular day they can find out the position of all other planets so 248 chandravakyas was created by uh, this vararuji and he gave this in a way of poem with katapayadi way of numeration and uh, the next person we may be knowing and this is little uh, dispute is the aryabhata we can't say where he took birth only aryabhatas mentions in his aryabhatiyam that he is a kusuma pura vasi kusuma pura vasi means he was residing at kusuma puram kusuma puram is the near place of pataliputram that is today's patna and he was the mathematics professor in nalanda university and we believe that he assumed the kulpadi or the vice chancellor of that university for a long time and in aryabhata he says he is giving the knowledge system which is prevalent in kusumapura or in that area and there was different opinion about his birth place all these things his direct disciple and uh, his commentator was baskara uh, and brahmagupta they told he was ashmaga deshi ashmaga deshi according to the jain believe uh, bharata varsha was two parts one is ayodhya the uttar bharata the other was ashmaga that is the dakshina bharata he belongs to dakshina bharata and the the kendra center of ashmaga was now the present day shravana balahola of karnataka near mysore and that was a big jain center that we know the jain bakubali's uh, biggest single stone statue is there and this 
all south india were considered as ashmaga and there was some um, argument that ashmaga ashmaga means stone so ashmaga place is kodungallur that is a place very near to in between kochin and trichu uh, but uh, that uh, that was um, not accepted by any not any uh, many of the historians recently another uh, scientist especially uh, is a basically modern astronomer uh, he is a physics phd uh, professor and working in ongc he used uh, with the modern techniques of software that is uh, pentanium or stellarium like uh, many softwares are there for the um, analysis of planetary motions with this he observed that many of the observation that uh, aryabhatta put in his aryapatiyam he had their observation from south india especially near uh, calicut that is very near to this bharatapuras um sea face the importance of that place is in ancient india the zero meridian was considered as ujjain rekha that means the uh, meridian uh, passing through ujjain if we draw the same meridian nowadays that meridian touches the sea the sea foot is near malbar so this uh, scholar says he came to that point and observed from there and he crossed uh, towards south along the sea shore and he observed many of the uh, celestial observation from the south india and mainly the aryabhatiya schools were very much flourished in kerala south india so there is a demand that not from his uh, birth place but his he was the greatest um, guru he is considered as the guru of kerala school of mathematics then comes up the he was in uh, we know that he is he was in 15th century uh, 5th century uh, he is mentioned his time his birth uh, all this in his aryabhatiya then comes haridatta haridatta belong to 6th century in the earliest age we can identify one great mathematician in one century there may be a, a series of mathematicians but we couldn't identify all the persons when there was a correction in the previous mathematicians observation the a new era new approach was started so then comes haridatta after 200 years of aryabhatta's uh, mathematical calculation he find out that the observation values and the calculated value according to aryabhatta show some differences in the uh, actual place of uh, grahas the planets 
and he corrected this one and it is called parahita ganidam parahita means it is for the benefit of others and his observations were he presented in mamangam that was a big um, gathering of all type of people like our kumbha mela dakshina kumbha mela there, there was vidul sabhas on vedic science on uh, this jyotisha on trade and commerce all these things were there i think you had a talk on uh, this uh, mamanka also and in the mamamba held in 683 ce he presented his observations what are the corrections and the vidul sabha the scholars uh, bench was accepted and this parahita ganita system was uh, accepted as the basis of calculation and this was a great um, a contribution that uh, how indians believed indians were always uh, critic to everything and they never swallowed anything even the great persons like aryabada what he gave there was continuous observation and uh, rectification of the result when they found that there was an error they worked on that and find out a solution and correction process this is called parahita ganita thereafter in the 9th century comes govinda swami govinda that time kerala had a good um, administrative system also under cheraman perumals or the kuleshegara kingdom based at uh, mahodepuram which is kodangallur very near to kochi and trichur and there he was considered as the asdana asthana jyotishi the jyotishi of the palace and he his main contribution that was for all these calculations as we know we want the trigonometric ratios so the trigonometric ratios was in a big intervals then he he introduced in modern names we can say interpolation it is called andar ganana system siddhanta andar ganana means in the interval they will break the interval to decimal intervals small intervals and they will find out the mean values of the intervals this is nowadays it is called in mathematics uh, interpolation and he um, rectified the both uh, aryabhatas as well as uh, haridatta's sign tables and he gave uh, minute wise uh, position or value of sign table and uh, as we know this is the starting of mathematical analysis mathematical analysis start as a um, even in the finite space the interpolation is the 
mathematical analysis beginning and thereafter is direct disciple shankara narayana comes shankara narayana's main contribution is that in mahodaya pura he established an observatory it is called nakshatra bangla in delhi we have jandar mandar of uh, 18 17th century something uh, mansings but even before that in the 10th century shankara narayana established observatory in uh, kodungallu that is mahodaya pura and he had two main books one is the um, vyakhyana of lepu baskarya it is called vivarana all and shankara narayanam two things the main relevance of this book is it is a source book of kerala's ancient history because in this he gives the chronological system or order of all the uh, kerala kulashekras and chera chola kingdoms and he was a um, yodishi yodisha vidwan of that um, uh, palace and uh, that time's king stanu revi varma was a famous mathematician or jyotish uh, jyotishi and both they have they have different dialogues on jyotisha jyotishastra and mathematics in that way shankara narayana's contribution is one the observatory mathematics and giving an establishing an observatory and they introduced a, a clock tower also there was a system of um, giving bells in a uh, in a particular interval of time and that that was a, a very big contribution in the um, area of timing and observatory mathematics then comes a different uh, type of mathematician one is talakadath govinda pattathiri he belongs to uh, 12th and um, 13th century that time he had uh, made a big uh, vyakhyanam to varaha mihiras brahad jadagam and varaha mihiras brahad jadagam it has 23 chapters but he took 10 chapters and he corrected it and elaborately presented it which is called the dashadhyayi dasha adhyayi 10 chapters and this became the basic test of jyotisha which is considered even as the basic test today and he has <coughs> so many other experience many the modern tradition of astrologers they start from talakadath govinda pattathiri and his genius uh, this jyotisha which have two part that is one is mathematics part the other is foretelling and there was a shift for, from uh, mathematics part to a jyotisha part that is foretelling uh, part 
and there also when the calculations was went wrong he uh, went for a tirthana not tirthana he went away from his village and he found out a guru in tamil nadu in pandya rajya from there he learned more on astronomy and he got a mantra diksha that the guru told him not only the mere mathematics you should have a sadhana and you are uh, ishta devadas varam that you should get then only the prediction will be correct like that they even today the south indian people follows this system of kalakadattu govinda pattathim and mainly his uh, book on deshadhyayi and then mahurta ratna and another one is is uh, mahabaskarya's vyakhyana these are very famous then comes our great uh, mathematician of 13th and 14th century sankamagrama madhava we can uh, connect madhava to tadakkadu battatiri or any other but the this place is very near to kudungallu only 12 km away from kudungallu he may be a product of kudungallur gurugula we can uh, trace the direct lineage but uh, their family is still there uh, very near to iringala kuda railway station iringala kuda was known as sankama gramam earlier there is sankameshwara kshetra of baradas barada uh, that is sri rama's brother baradas big temple is there and sangama grama means two rivers they bifurcated one at one place and they again joined this is the geographical area like a like an island it is not an island but they are two rivers but they come like this and go away divert then again come and join together so in this area this area is called sangama grama in the Uh, medieval period it is now it is uh, one municipality and two three panchayat and there this great uh, mathematician of modern era starts and his main contribution is as we know he started from he jumped or took the mathematics from finite analysis to infinite analysis it is called in sanskrit parimeya to aparimeya he dealt with all um infinite series for every value correction he introduced a infinite series for value of uh, sine or cosine there was no tangent but there was a ratio of sine and cosine what we now it is called tan and all the reciprocals at uh, cosine and uh, uh, c were there and coat were there but uh, these names were not there only ja and koja was there ja means sine and koja or kodi ja was cosine and uh, with these two we can make all the six uh, trigonometric ratios the direct um, uh, ratio is tangent we know the reciprocal is cot the reciprocal of uh, ja that is sine is 
cosine, uh, cosec, and the other one is sec. We know. So all these mainly three were used with these two uh, geometric or trigonometric functions. Mainly he uh, his contribution is nowadays known as Grigory series, which is star inverse. Then uh, infinite series for the value of pi. Uh, then it is called um, uh, Lebanese series. The other one is sine cosine infinite series, which is called the Newton's power series. All these he were mentioning in his uh, books. Mainly his book is one is the um, some sort of modification of Vararuji's Chandravakya. Here it is called, first it was called Chandravakya name, then it was, he introduced a new method and it is called Venu Aroha. Venu means bamboo. So in bamboo, we climb like this alternatively. So with this method of alternative approach, even in the daytime, we can find out the position of any planet in the celestial sphere without calculating from moon. So the moon's position was already made with these 248 uh, Chandravakyas. It was delivered and it is called Venu Aroham. We have uh, made other books also. Chandra Vakyani is there, uh, Spuda Chandrapti is a much more corrected version of this Venaroha. And many of these books or manuscripts are not available, but uh, the, his uh, disciples has mentioned many of the slogas, quotings of Matava, Madhava Uktam, like that. Madhava Uktam means like Madhava told. So we find all these many of the series from uh, the later mathematicians. And his direct disciple was Vadasheri Parameshwaran. He belonged to Ascend uh, Malapram district and very near to Tiru. And Alatyur village, his family name was Vadasheri Illam, he is a Brahmin. And um, his birth was in 1380 and uh, much more details is not available but he also liked Haridatta and all these things. He started observing the uh, eclipse mainly 55 years. He continuously observed the different eclipses um, as moon as well as sun. And he find out the difference. In a way, uh, that in that medieval period, there was a belief that those who are going out when there is a eclipse, he should be outcasted. In a way, he was outcasted. He was always in the um, river bed of Nila, that is Bharatapura, and observing this um, in the night. And he introduced a new. Uh, manual, how to calculate the difference and correct the position. It is called Drit Ganidam. Drit means 
looking or observing observing the ganida based on the observation with uh, a naked eyes is observed all these things and you find out how to calculate all these things in this way he gave correction to all these sine series tangent series all these things and one of his unique contribution is that in circle and he find out a formula for finding out the radius of this circumcircle of a quadrilateral this was later find out in europe by 1782 by lulier a mathematician but uh, 350 years back he has mentioned how to find out this uh, circum radius of a uh, circle that is described in a um, quadrilateral many books he had in his credit more than 12 books many are in manuscript form where are the rectification of the zone earlier and gola um, deepika is one of the famous book other than his draganita now i am um, making very brief the remaining people which we know little about all these things now comes the nilakanda somayaji nilakanda somayaji was popular known as kelanur somadiri which is a colloquial style of nilakanda somayaji's name he belonged to kelanur family kerala nellur family kerala nalla uru that is the expansion nalla uru means good village of kerala uh, in very near to trichur there is a kerala ishwara puram kerala ishwara puram from the, the in the ancient uh, concept kerala is from kanyakumari to gogarna parashurama made kerala from gogarna to kanyakumari the midpoint is this place so there is even there is a temple called uh, kerala dishwara puram nowadays it is in a short form abbreviation it is kr puram so there was a family kerala nellur family he belonged to this kerala nellur family that family is that tradition is not there so that family was um absorbed by another family in the meantime it is with atamana illam it is called and he has given a, a different type of man he has given his uh, date of birth his family his father mother brothers his wife all these things he has elaborately told in different different especially on the aryabada aryabadiya bhashya and uh, in 1444 he took birth and he in uh, he has made this tandar sangraham tandar sangraham is considered as the authentic book of modern mathematics and there are even in this after that he has written a lot of books like uh, uh, chandrapti aryabadiya bhashya i told you 
and he was a centurion he lived one not one years uh, that is in 1550 he uh, took his last breath and in one uh, 1500 he completed his this uh, book uh, that is called tantra sangraham then comes uh, another person shankara warrior shankara warrior is uh, he belongs to present palakkad district near ottapalam in trikandi uh, in trikadiri gramam he was a uh, assistant in a temple it is called in kerala kalagam that who cleans the temple premises uh, making mala this haram for the deity and preparation for the puja uh, things he was an assistant it is called the kalagam and uh, uh, he does not belong to brahmana community even though with his uh, talent in mathematics and astronomy he was encouraged by others he wrote uh, a small vivarana book or vyakhyana for tantra sangraha uh and uh, then he started a big commentary on vaskarajarya's lilavadi that he couldn't complete thereafter that book was completed by another mathematician and uh, uh, vedic scholar called uh, mahishamankalam narayanan and this book is called kriya karma kari which is a very very uh, authentic book on bhaskaracharya and um, indian mathematics system then comes jeshta deva jeshta deva is um, identified as the man who wrote the first book in mathematics calculus on the topic of calculus that too in a vernacular language that is malayalam it is called yukti bhasha ganita yukti bhasha was the full name actually that was a translation or commentary on tantra sangraha with his own experiences till uh, yukti bhasha the style of indian mathematics uh, books were they will present only the results how it came it is called upapatti that is the uh, way of uh, coming to the conclusion the methods the proof we can say the proof it was not anywhere in the books even in aryabhatas anywhere but you uh, in this yukti bhasha jeshta deva introduced this way of giving proof to every statement for every result he gave a proof and he had two books one is in gadya that is in prose that is this ganita yukta bhasha is in malayalam prose and another book here and the same yukti bhasha he made it in sanskrit also because in that time sanskrit is considered as the language of the learned persons so he made it for them also and for popularizing the indian knowledge system he made it in 
Malayalam also. Basically, he wrote in Malayalam, then made a Sanskrit version. And uh, there was a misconception that uh, this uh, Yukti Bhasha was compelled by one Brahmadatan in 1715. Because in 1715, a Brahmadatan was uh, re-scripted this original in a original in a uh, palm leaf. That original palm leaf was first found out. So they told in that time, especially in Kerala Sahitya Charitram of Ullur, which is a uh, gazetteer of Indian Kerala uh, tradition knowledge system. There he mentioned uh, this Yukti Bhasha was uh, written by this Brahma Dattan in 1750. And thereafter, only in a later period only, the original script of um, Yukti Bhasha was uh, revealed. And now that um, difference is nowhere. And Drikkaranam was another book. And Drikkaranam is a commentary of manual book. Every, this Karana means manual. So this, this was a uh, Karana book or manual, how to calculate all these things based on Vadasheri Paramarashiras Ganidam. And uh, with the short of time, I am mentioning only two persons in the remaining time. One is Udumana Somayaji. He may be a recent, he lived uh, uh, in 1662 for uh, 1740, and in 1732, he compelled his book called um, Karana Paddhati. This Karana Paddhati is a, a very famous book and um, of uh, taking all these previous experience of right from Varadoji to Jeshtadeva. And by name itself, he is Somayaji. Somayaji means he was the Atikari of Somayakas. And um, he was not an expert in mathematics only. He was on um, this Darshana, Shastras, and Vaidika, Tandra. In all the areas, he had written many books. And... Uh, Jadaga Desha Margam, Nyaya Ratnam, Smarta Payaschitam, Panchabodham, all these are his uh, books. And um, then comes Achuda Pisharedi. Achuda Pisharedi was in uh, 16th and 17th century. His, he Actually, he was he rectified or he simplified all the previous books because he was conducting a gurugula in his own on home. He was a, he, he was also a non-Brahmin and he was a uh, assistant in Kandur Mahadeva Shetra, very near to this temple. His uh, ancestral house was there till 20 years back. But now that family is no more. Uh, and the land was also um, so many other people they took and the urbanization and the new structures came there. But uh, the place we know it is still called as Pisharam, Pishara uh, place. That is, Pisharam is called their family because they belong to 
Pishara caste, Pisharadi caste. And he had uh, all the books in very simple form because he was a teacher for the preliminary people for um, Vyakarana and Jodisha, Ganita and Kavya, all these things. The famous uh, Melpathur Narayana Bhattadirim was a disciple of Achyuta Pisharadi and uh, he married his daughter also. In that both way they were connected. And um, in uh, his main contribution, that was the correct uh, calculation of modern uh, solar system. Now it is credited to uh, Brome of uh, Europe. But in 1593 itself, he uh, made these um, uh, orbits of different um, uh, planets in the solar system and in that way that book which in which he is dealing this is called rashi gola spuda nidhi spuda nidhi means the correct place the last man is shankaravarman he is considered as the last man of this kerala traditional mathematics series he was the younger brother of kadathana to raja and he was uh, commonly known as Appu Tamburan. And during that uh, time, the Mysore aggression was there in Malabar, and their family was migrated to Travancore. And he was taken asylum in Travancore with um, Swati Tirunal. And there he started his uh, all this mathematical Jodisha prediction. He correctly predicted uh, Swati Tirunal's uh, death as well as his own death. It is very interesting to note that it was very recent thing that both was happened with the correct timing. And his, um, he was not a um, innovator in the field of mathematics, but his prediction was very precious and correct and he compiled all the mathematical and astronomical findings of Kerala school or Indian school of mathematics and made a book it is called Sad Rekna Mala and uh, he uh, offered this Sad Rekna Mala Mala means harnet with uh, Sad Reknas good precious stones and given as a precious mala to his uh, family deity that is Loganarkao um, Bhagavadi and it is called uh, Satrakna Mala. Actually, he started um, uh, popularizing Indian or Kerala mathematics through his uh, inspiration, a WC wish. He was a civil servant in Northern Malabar, very near to this Kadathanata. He learned all these mathematics. He wandered all around um, Kerala and uh, made a paper on Kerala mathematics. Not Kerala mathematics. It was the Hindu Ganida. Hindu uh, Kortyosh. He called how the pi is dealt in Hindu mathematics. 
right from Aryabhata to Shankara Varman. And this was presented in 1832 in the Irish um, Conference of Asian uh, uh, Royal Society of Asiatic, Asiatic Society, Royal Asiatic Society. And it was published in their proceedings in 1835. But the um, uh, Europeans were not ready to accept all these things. They denied all these things. Even before uh, W.C. Wish, another person has presented this uh, similar thing on mathematics in Brahmanic literature in European, before European scholars, but both were denied, not recognized because of this uh, European supremacy. They believed that these Indian, bloody Indians were uh, very superstitious people. So, uh, have a, put an end. After 100 years, during the freedom movement, uh, by the inspiration of Swami Vedanda, Vibhuti, um, Bush and Dutt like people came to research in mathematics, Indian mathematics. He produced the big, marvelous volume, History of Hindu Mathematics, in just after 100 years in 18, uh, 1935. That was a lecture in Banaras University from 1927 uh, onwards. And that was published by Motilal Banaras in 1935. Then everything is with us. Thank you. Thank you. If you have any small queries, you can put that. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, Madhavacharya ji and the uh, Sangamagrama School of Mathematics, uh, his teachings, as you said, the Europeans were not ready to accept. But uh, strangely, and not it's unsurprisingly, we all know that how they, uh, you know, st stole our uh, in ancient knowledges. The Jesuit priests uh, took Madhavacharya ji's teachings and went to and they uh, kind of stole uh, and started teaching that there and they made us devoid of our ancient traditions. So um, I just wanted to have uh, ask you a small question. Like, you know, our ancient Acharyas and Rishis, when they taught mathematics, it was in a very connected uh, way. You know, like Leelavati of Bhaskar Acharya Ji, when he taught mathematics to his daughter, it was such a beautiful way of teaching that everybody felt connected. It's like a story. So uh, that's what I wanted to say that when we learn mathematics today in our uh, modern schools, supposedly modern schools, it is a very disconnected thing. You know, all the concepts are disconnected and they're just thrown at you. And we read Euclid and we read Pythagoras, we read all these European thinkers and these uh, ancient uh, Greek thinkers, but we don't read anything about our uh, great sages and rishis. The way of teaching mathematics should be changed it should be connected with the real situations. Um, for example, the fraction. It is very simple. Where the fraction is used, it, it used in many feel like um, um, preparing many compounds, maybe asayanas, that means aushadas, or some places. 
or this trigonometry all these were uh, dealt in spherical geometry in astronomical calculations and this was used for construction of big big constructions like um, gobras all these things so when this is uh, dealt in the real situation and the life situation then mathematics will be more meaningful it will be more enjoyable and the students will feel a need now they are not feeling a need what is the need of trigonometry sine and cos for a student now we made everything compulsory only those who are going for engineering and all these areas they need these things so now we should uh, take back the system and the way of teaching with the modern concept and requirements uh, in the coming days the teachers has to do and um, those who are working in the preparing textbooks they have to think of all these points now i think uh, in the um, proposed nep it is told even the mathematics uh, there should be a differential approach and uh, uh, it should be kept in real life situation i would just like to know what exactly uh, you know was the era before uh, this katapayadi system of uh, numerals came into picture so uh, i am given to understand that you know before uh, i think in the bc era we had you know we were building yagneshalas which would actually require you know uh, precise trigonometric calculations and so on so if sine and co cosine uh, were discovered later uh, you know uh, so how was this done and then as an addition to this particular question how exactly uh, what do you say i mean before the numerals were represented by symbols uh, if they were known merely by different words how exactly uh, that i mean that would have kind of impacted the development of mathematics as a subject itself right the calculations and all those things should have been impacted so can you just throw us an uh, i mean throw us an insight or an idea about how exactly mathematics progressed as a discipline before uh, you know numerals were represented as symbols sankhya was already spelled out even in the rigveda egam desham shadam sagasam up to uh, in the modern representation 10 rise to 57 that was a big number for every uh, number of powers of 10 it was powers of 10 that is decimal system it was named but up to parartha kodi parartha that was common which was in usual forms you know, very popular and uh, in all bigger numbers which was very less in usage in different books different names are given for the same number uh, maybe parartha may represent in some test uh, 10 raised to 17 for example in somewhere it may be 10 raised to 20 something so up to uh, 10 raised to 12 like number these uh, names were in common so before numerals there was 
Sankhya. Sankhya means uh, the digi uh, not digit, but the number was there. Digit was introduced as a Libby. Different Libbies was there. Uh, for example, in Devanagri Libby, even before Devanagri Libby, for numerals, uh, Bashyami script were there, so many script were there. So, different type of script were evolved. And the modern 10 digits, what we use today, is basically Hindu scripts. And these Hindu scripts, they moved from India to Arabs. Because Arab were the traders with this trading community, it went to Arabia. And from Arabia, along with this pepper and cardamom, all these spices, they took Indian numerals also especially from this long uh, western seashore that is from Gujarat to Kanyakumari. There were so many ports and uh, mainly all these mathematicians, whether it is from Ujjain to this Kanyakumari, all crossed this area mainly. And the mathematics was taken with uh, Arabs. Arabs does not mean Muslims. That time Arab was a very rich uh, cultured area and Arabia was translated to Arab, Arabi in the very earlier uh, time itself. Then Bhaskarajarias, everything was translated to Arabia and from there, from Baghdad, that was moved to Peru and some Greek university, that area. Uh, and they told this as Arabic numerals. Arabi told these Hindu numerals, then the European told, called these Arabic numerals. Thereafter, in a uh, few years back, when Indians started claiming our, uh, our contributions, they started telling Indo-Arabic numerals. But it is not Indo-Arabic numerals. It is purely Hindu numerals, but we uh, we are telling these numerals that is what we are writing 1, 2, 3, 9 and 0. They are European. It is not European. It is the phone is uh, continuously changing by the introduction of computer phones. How these numbers are changing, you know, but the evaluation of these numerals you can see from many script how it changed and evolved like this. So there was number system was earlier, the numeric numerals, the symbol for uh, this uh, system was introduced later, maybe later. It, it was writing because that is why they used the Kadabaya, the Buddha Sangya, all these things. Because they were writing their uh, date of birth, their all these things, length, everything was writing in using some words, some, uh, so they introduced the Buddha Sangya, another one is Paral Sangya Sambradayam, Paral Sangya system, then Kadabayadi, many sisters were there. Thank you for a very informative lecture. Uh, one of the things I would request you is to prepare a list of sources and original primary sources and where they are available because in Kerala 
you know it has been responsible for rejuvenating much or for history not only mathematical history but also other aspects of history uh, so it would be very good if you can uh, provide us with a slide of all these uh, actual archives and so on and so forth and uh, secondly i want to know uh, in terms of it it's been said so many times that uh, kerala mathematicians actually uh, formulated calculus but uh, you know at the ground level how does it compare with the calculus of newton and leibniz and maybe you know uh, we have lost the tradition somewhere because of which the uh, european mathematics is taken over what are your thoughts on this a bi bibliography is already prepared by kv sharma and it is published by government authorities also but it it was in 72 before 15 years back around so we want to uh, inspire the young researchers to find out the materials because many old um, families especially where these uh, palm leaves are kept uh, temples all are um, undergone renovation demolition everything has gone unknowingly because of this urbanization modernization okay whatever available it should be uh, identified and uh, collected and pres uh, preserved many such projects are going on and many are um, uh, digitalizing all these things many projects are going on in many places but uh, much um, fund and uh, interested people are not coming and the other thing Uh, just uh, scanning these uh, palm leaves is easy anybody can do but reading that and understanding that is a big issue because the present uh, generation even my own generation does not know those who knows modern mathematics modern science they does not know sanskrit and those who studies sanskrit they took uh, sanskrit as a from their pre degree level or plus 2 level they moved to arts subjects so arts and science they made two separate watertight compartments so it is very difficult that is why the central government in the new education policy it told there should not be any silos or uh, this type of uh, demarcation so liberal arts or Uh, science and arts everything should be clubbed a student can take both science and sanskrit so we want to guide inspire the young students to take both science modern science and mathematics like one we told we want to learn the modern science but we should not leave our traditional wisdom the traditional wisdom is in our uh, our languages maybe mostly in sanskrit and there are so many in our own local languages so this language indian languages and modern science if we take in our, our own this group how many science background people have their higher studies in languages nobody may be having so this we have to plan like this and uh, third question was on 
calculus. Uh, what is calculus? Calculus is in Indian language in Sanskrit it is kalena ganidam. Kalena means adding, adding many things together and subtracting. So this is calculus. Thing or uh, fixing the point of a moving thing with a, a referral point. So all these things, because all these um, planetary motion, uh, motion was happening always, so they fix a temporary framework and fix the place. And uh, then they calculate how the other, their uh, um, line of reference is moving. So this com comes the um, basis of calculus. Calculus is nothing but change in the rate of change in simple ways. It is the rate of change. So uh, not only from Kerala mathematician, from Bhaskara, uh, we can see this uh, basis of basics of calculus. And it flourished in the 14th uh, and uh, 16th century. And it uh, appeared in the European um, scientific uh, sphere in the 17th, 18th, 19th century. 17th, 18th century means the Indians has gone down and the Europeans has come up, like Newton, Lebanese, all these people. And in the 20th century, in the beginning itself, none other than Albert Einstein told, no, we owe a lot to Indians because they taught us to count without which we can't have any worthful scientific discoveries. So it was recognized by many scholars. If Einstein has recognized this, the scientists, the such great persons are recognized. But we don't know, Indians don't know that we have done like, even we don't know that Einstein has stated like this. So it is our duty in the schools and colleges. We want to make all this in our content. We are trying for that. One other issue in terms of mathematical education is that I want to find, uh, want to know your views on the role of language when you teach mathematics, especially at the lower levels. You know, it should be their mother tongue, local language. But uh, the, the real question arises as to whether uh, students of this generation know their mother tongue better or they actually know English better. I don't know. Maybe I'm influenced by the urban climate. But only, uh, only, only less than 10% of Indian populations know something English. Only 3% is mastered in English. And more than 90% are in their language, local languages. Those who are getting higher education only mastering in English. So anybody can master both in English and uh, a base in their concept because mathematics is a reasoning language. So reasoning will be in their own, in which, in which language they dream, in which language they can express things. So the basics should be in their language. 
some uh, technical terms we can take the common common names we we, we need not tell ja and koja nowadays we can the zainis came from ja only so we want to put a side column a small node how the sign the term sign came it came from ja what is ja cosine is from koja or kodija it is the root is in our own language when they find out oh this is our own then they will be more inspired and all this many many things one two three also they are from indian indian origin the sound itself is from our origin so some terms may be the modern terms if so that we have to accept calculus we know but there is kalanam kalanam means making arranging small 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 things so mr vino thank you very much for this interesting talk because your talk was not purely on mathematics but is also history of mathematics so i i i was quite interested in this topic and especially about mr madhava of irinjala um, kuda etc but and shankara warrior is very near to your place trikredi very close very close from trikredi yes yes so it was very interesting to to listen to your talk yeah brings me a lot of memories and even uh, the great guru achuda pisharudi my my father always used to talk about him and how pisharudi was the was the guru of uh, batadri path my father is also pisharudi so mm. i have great pride in that but you know i've been listening to a few sangam talks many sangam talks also what i want to know is we always talk about how india contributed to the world in terms of science mathematics etc and how the arabs had been a sort of channel so even if the information went from india to europe even if the credit many times went to arabs it's still okay we all know that there has been an information flow a knowledge flow from india to the europe but there must have been also some reverse flow some flow from either the middle east or the europe to india because the information flow cannot be one way hmm? for just for example things like the zodiac the 12 signs of zodiac it did not come from india it came from the other side great right or not yeah. so so we cannot say if it is jyotish or if it is some something about astronomy i think we must have gained a lot of knowledge from either sumeria or mesopotamia etc and the arab must have brought that knowledge to us can you tell us something about this reverse flow how much we have gained from the other side yes yes very 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 very, very interesting um, uh, angle that you are presenting and um, uh, india's concept or knowledge is that ano bhadra kradavo endu vishwadharam wherever the noble thoughts are there let it come close to our we are ready to accept it so there was always a giving and taking process 
so that is why when we gave something there was even in arabia that is baghdad was a center of uh, learning observation and all these things center of knowledge and uh, egypt was like that peru was like that so many ancient um, uh, civilization was there and there was um, uh, mutual taking and giving of knowledge and systems and that is why we know this uh, numerical decimal numerical system that traveled across the world that is originated from india uh, likewise many as you told the um, zodiac this uh, uh, rashi golam oh, the concept was uh, came from outside also but in india there was continuous correction in that there was no whenever they uh, came to a difficulty or something error in this concept on in the calculations they tried to correct it that is why the solar system the concept of solar system arrived when it was first it was bhukendrada uh, earth was in the center then the concept developed all the planets were revolving around sun that system was uh, revolving around the earth that concept developed and uh, even achuta pishar it is time also this helicic uh, helerian something it is called in english i think it was developed and uh, it evolved to that no uh, this earth is also a planet like that so it was it um, took a long time but uh, every new model was developed on the findings observatory findings of the uh, difference of observation and calculation so when there is a difference in calculation it should be because of the con- uh, error in the concept from there the concept was remodeled so there was uh, equally um, taking and giving but if we take um, how much we gave it was not um, recognized in the modern era especially in the 18th and 19th century europe they have declared that whatever new knowledge they got especially from a place where they were ruling they should not um, declare their source such a um, uh, guidance or direction was given to even the jesuit uh, priest and all these things so they collected all these things and uh, they were not um, even their letters they should not mention it it was clearly mentioned in the letters even to these um jesuits and uh, some other documents came uh, during i will tell the year also i think in 15th 16th century when 100 jesuits were sent to india 
uh, out of these 120 were learned in mathematics. So, in, in different areas, they were mastered from European universities like uh, uh, Peru or some ancient universities were there. Uh, and they were sent to India. And their civil servants, civil servants were trained to how to communicate with Indian society. And that is why people like CHV, uh, WC, Vesh, all these came here. They were given a post, maybe in court or maybe in revenue, maybe in some other. Their second work was to uh, see mainly three things. One is in the Indian science system, second Indian education system, and third India's governing law and governance. Mainly all these systems they were studying. So there are so many documents on others everywhere the uh, outsiders mainly arabs greeks contribution was there you know till the late medieval period or the early modern period till then uh, there were there were not much um, there was not much emphasis on deriving proofs of any um, you know say theorem or an axiom so I would like to actually understand how exactly those theorems and axioms were formulated in the first place. So my understanding is, my limited understanding is because I don't have much knowledge of mathematics, frankly speaking. But then my, as per my limited understanding, you make an observation, maybe in nature or anywhere else, or you observe something. And then based on that, you, uh, you know, go ahead and uh, what do you say, derive something. So if, uh, you know, I mean, if I mean, if the concept of proof came much later, how exactly were uh, you know derivations uh, happening? How exactly were you know theorems and axioms formulated? Is it something magical like uh, what do you say? I mean, apparently magical today, like we encountered uh, you know from the life of uh, Srinivasa Ramanujan, or uh, how exactly did uh, it go through? Srinivasa Ramanujan is a modern typical model. Because in the end point, what they gave to the coming generation was their end results. So they might have undergone many calculations, revisions, then again error correction, all these things. I told Vadashiri Parameshwaran, he spent 55 years as an outcasted man because he left his home and he was always wondering in the um, uh, river bed and uh, laying there itself and observing the planets and calculating. They, uh, in night time, they will observe the planets. They will note down. Then they will calculate. All these calculations may be in mental calculation, some other type of calculation. Padi Ganidam was there. Even now, the Kerala South Indian astronomers, they use with... Uh, this part is some pearls. They uh, like our uh, Chinese, this abacus. Some calculation methods were there that we don't know. So all these calculations, they point out in a different way. May not be in paper and uh, using paper and pen nowadays. 
so at the end point what they have received and after many repeated um, uh, rectification and again and again uh, whether it is correct true or false they corrected and then put the as a final these things that is this is not like writing a poem so in many books if you goes when he started from their kali dina sangya what what they mentioned and when they ended we can see this and again there is a, a second book for example madhavas madhavas pura chandrapti is the book then he uh, revised it nowadays it is the second uh, revised edition so he revised it like uh, two three times it is revised in their own uh, life span and many in the earliest stage if we see after varuji aryabhata comes after 100 years and uh, aryabhata is much uh, uh, two books he has written one is aryabhadiya ratrai siddhanta it is not uh, available nowadays and he himself corrected it in the north india the, this aryabhadiya ratri siddhanta is following and aryabhadiya is following in the south they are telling so different uh, uh, schools are there and even in india it is a very vast area the observation at different places will uh, yield different uh, um, result also nowadays we know where the um, uh, eclipse is full ring ring moon where it will be uh, seen like that we know nowadays where it is full and partial all these things in the same way it was like that only so uh, this type of observation that we have to do and uh, this uh, proof uh, we have to identify in the first beginning itself they are giving all the method of calculation in all these books the first and second uh, chapters may be the methods of calculation how uh, they can find out all these things so thereafter they will uh, introduce their new topics yes uh, i just want to know what kind of calculating devices like uh, abacus light rules and other things have been found Uh, you know in india in general and in kerala in particular what do we know about them in kerala they use the kabadi that is small shells or um, some pearls it was there mainly their mind calculation is the highest equipments they had the methods that we are using now vedic mathematics all these things are high speed mental calculation they can calculate mentally many things and the remaining they will make with this type of calculation